and welcome to the Enchantress Society with Tia Johnson, a place where you get to be you, where you get to unlock your magic in a sacred and judgment-free zone. The Enchantress Society is your witchy sisterhood of enchanting women who guides and supports you along your spiritual journey from the mundane to the magical. I invite you to sit for a spell as I interview guests and spill the spiritual tea on how we can create the magical life we deserve. All right, and just like that, I am back. (laughs) All right, so the next episode in this series, The Crone and the Dark Feminine. So why the crone, why the dark feminine? Before we dive into that, let's pull some oracle cards. So I shuffled ahead of time because no one needs to hear all that noise. Uh, (laughs) All right, the first card. The Desert Prince, Survival, False Promises. Mm. I'm going to pull three. The Wise Woman of Wonderland, this makes sense. The Desert Prince, we're going to have to explore a little bit. Gaia's Garden. Okay, that, that, that makes a lot of sense. I get it. All right, so. With the Desert Prince, it states below, Survival, False promises. And it's funny because the number on this card is 19, which equals two, which means to keep the faith. And it's funny because when you're in survival mode and sometimes you go to people for help, they give you a false promise, you're less likely to believe that something's going to work out. Meanwhile, spirits tend to give us signs and symbols that everything's going to work out. But if you're in survival mode, you don't tend to see that because you're focusing on surviving. (laughs) So, but this card is saying here too, and it's interesting because we're talking about the archetypes of women who been around the block. They, they got the the know-how they're the OGs They're They are the ones who are now dispensing you know, game information is just a different level. Okay. You can't fool them. All right. Because they seen that situation play out a bajillion times. Right. It's like, try, try that with the maiden. I'm the crone. Okay. And it's, it's, uh, it's also interesting that the desert prince is like this chiseled guy, you know, he's like attractive in his own way. There's a lion behind him, a moon and, a, and the pyramid and uh, possibly the Nile River. It's like a little river beside him. Don't be fooled by the glitz and glamour. You know, sometimes when we, we reach a certain level when we see nonsense, we brush it off, right? Like, eh, I'm too old to be entertaining that or something like that. But every now and then, sometimes some things slip through and it's like, oh, I knew better. I was just having fun or whatever. So this is saying to keep in mind that, yes, the water's calm, the moon is full, you know, foundations are there. There's a nice strong pyramid in the background. The lion's the leader, Keep in mind that things that look good 
You got to take it for its face value sometimes. Don't don't let that get so much of a pass that it ruins all the things you built and navigated through, right? So imagine the pyramids are your foundation, right? It's just that. And then also what a pyramid triangle represents. All right, threefold, like maiden, mother, crone, three sides. Um, and then the water flowing easily. So you're in control of your emotions. So don't let something ruin what you built. Okay. Don't let something that's cute, that's pretty, that's nice, that's fun do damage. Right. Okay. So wise woman of wonderland, integrity compromise. And this is an older woman, which I was saying earlier, it makes sense. An older woman and she has a staff, she's sitting on a mushroom and there's a white rabbit. It's giving me very much so Alice in Wonderland vibes. And with this uh, integrity compromise, don't get so stuck in your ways that you won't make room for something new and a change. And the rabbit there represents a lot of things. Fertility, springtime. And I'm not saying if you're a certain age, you're like, Tia, I'm done having babies. No, I, I get that. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, you know, birth to new things, like this season we're in, ending, beginning. And this this woman, she's just so in tune to herself. She looks like, or remind me of the caterpillar who's chilling in Alice in Wonderland with his hookah. She's just chilling with her staff, with a mushroom. You know, she she's owning that part. She's the wise woman of Wonderland. And a wise man is known as a sage. He's the older gentleman, right? Who's smart, who's wise. A crone is the older woman who's smart, who's wise, all that. So, you know, Continue to stay true to yourself, but give way for something new, refreshing to take place. But don't let that new refreshing thing be, you know, some some joker, <laughs> aka the desert prince, okay? And then Gaia's garden, Mother Earth, the nurturer, an older goddess, right? There are some younger goddesses and older goddesses, right? The older goddess, probably one of the oldest. Fruition, abundance, reaping what you sow. And guess what this number is? 18, which equals nine, ending, zero, one. You're starting all over again. So, and even with the wise woman of Wonderland, the number is 21, which equals three. Ascended masters are guiding you. You can even look at it as your higher self, right? Your crone aspect helping you. And nine with the Gaia's garden, you've done everything. Your garden is plentiful. She has, it's the woman dressed in beautiful, uh, like earth queen clothes. And she has her earthly crown on and there's a pumpkin there. Just everything already manifesting. Now you just got to tend to the garden. And that's the crone. Her legacy is there. All she's doing now is maintaining and protecting it. And, you know, Again, dispensing knowledge to other people. So that's the the oracle is that your garden's there. Keep nurturing it. Stay true to yourself. Don't let 
jokers come in and convince you that this change is the greatest, greatest, greatest thing ever. When you know deep down inside that mm, it's like a great change. Okay. Let's not get carried away. All right. So with that being said, let, let's dive in. Why the crone? Why the dark goddess or um, dark femme? Because transitions and because these are some of the roles that you will be taking on and because the crone represents winter. She represents an ending and in many ways also a beginning. The crone is, and also not every single witch, uh, I don't want to say adheres to, but subscribes to mate and mother crone. There's some witches that talk about the in-between, so again, there are different schools of thought, but for this example and what I follow, maiden, mother, crone. Okay. And so again, the crone is an older woman. And I found in my, I decided to do a little bit more research. I came across an amazing research paper done. And I'm going to put the link to this research paper in this episode. And this is what I mean to about doing even more independent research, just because you know something doesn't mean that you can't learn a little more, right? The crone learning more. And so this research paper is from St. Catherine University and it's titled The Crone Archetype, Women Reclaim Their Authentic Self by Resonating with Crone Images. And this is by Joanne Sinico, hopefully I'm pronouncing it right, Ot. And it's listed under Holistic Health Studies. I didn't finish reading the entire paper, but I want to highlight a few things because this is really good. I read some and then I skimmed through it and I came back. The one part here I highlighted states, I have always loved mythology. I think it has taken me a while to realize that they, the goddesses, were in me, that they weren't outside. They are us. It was a part of who we are. It was part of their first psychology. After all, our behavior falls into those patterns. I think they, goddesses, are useful because you can see yourself and you can understand understand and i'm bringing up goddesses because when we talk about the dark femme that includes dark goddesses and guess what i have a dark goddess series that was done a little while ago (laughs) i'm all about my series episodes 230 excuse me 323 to 327 are the dark goddesses All right, I talk about Morgan, Hecate, Freya, Lilith, and Inanna. All right, definitely take time to listen to these episodes. I know it may sound like a lot, but you can take your time with this and connect with these goddesses and understand why they are called the dark goddesses. And the reason reason why they're called dark goddesses is not because they're like, Oh my God, so scary. And no, it's because they go to the depths of our subconscious, which means we 
explore our, our subconscious, do shadow work, understand that there's light and darkness in the world. Understand that sometimes we have to get a little gritty, you know, have our grit. When we get knocked down, get back up, you get knocked down, get back up. Right. They're not the love and light. They're the ass whooping, <laughs> tough love, but tough love and not in a way that you're getting beat up left and right. No, no, no. Tough love in a sense that. Like how I, I explain it, do research. Don't just follow one person. Don't put all your trust in just one. Like, no. This is your journey and you're meeting people along the way who are going to give you knowledge about this, knowledge about that. Those goddesses are well in tune with who they are, their sexuality, sensuality, magic, all that pathways. So there's something else I want to read from this uh, research paper. And it states, the literature describes the crone archetype as a pre-existing form in the collective unconscious that embodies instinctive ways of channeling wisdom, inner knowledge, and intuition guiding us through the transition of life and going inward to bring forth the light for transformation. When women resonate or activate the crone archetypical image, They tap into the psyche to reclaim primordial images and receive the power within them that honor older women. I'm going to read that again. The literature describes the crone archetype as a pre-existing form in the collective unconscious. It's going to end in here. The collective unconscious. And it goes on to say how uh, the interview was also conducted by uh, or or seven different people were interviewed. It's already within us, already within us. We just had to tap into it. And it's unfortunate that a smear campaign has been done on the wise woman, also known as the crone, hence the wise woman of Wonderland showing up. It's unfortunate that the older, wiser woman has been depicted as this malicious, ugly, you know, outcast to society. What? No. No, 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 no. Okay, this is a woman who knows her worth, went to the depths of herself to reclaim who she is. So when you look up Chrome and you see ugly, like literally it states here, ugly old woman. Just know you got to get past the first page sometimes on Google, or sometimes you got to just scroll down a little bit more. You got to get past the fluff, right? And that's not on Google. That's, you know, a website that got to the front. And that's the point I want to bring in here for this episode on the winter magic. 
people will try to make you look, quote unquote, ugly. People will see your strength, your power, your beauty, everything you got going on. And by the way, just because you think it's not as serious what you do, how you do it, someone else does. Someone else can have an issue with the way people love you. Someone can have an issue with your grit. Someone can have an issue with the goals you accomplished that are for you. Is what you wanted to do. They, they may not even want what you have. It's just the fact that you accomplished something and they didn't. Because when you're minding your business, when you're focusing on your health, when you're focusing on personal growth, when you're focusing on your, your magic to strengthen your gifts and all that, when you're focusing on who you're hanging around, you're stepping into your crone archetype. And people don't like that because a crone is a woman who has well intact boundaries. People don't like what they can't conquer. I mean, Nas said it, <laughs> right? They, uh, how did it start off? They hate what they don't understand or no fear, fear what they don't understand, hate what they can't conquer. Fear what they don't understand, hate what they can't conquer. People are going to misunderstand you because you've worked so hard to get to this point. And others didn't, and they will never understand that unless they go on a similar journey. So let's talk about the dark film and, and how all this ties in together. So it's very interesting because a few days ago, I came across, across a post that talked about the dark feminine archetypes. I'm like, this is exactly what I need, and I'm glad that you're here. So the four archetypes discussed here are wild woman, witch, medicine woman, and dark goddess, which is why I started off with the, the episodes I talked about for the dark goddess. Wild woman. So before I even get into that, I want to reference this book. Where to go? Here it is. Women who run with the wolves. Now, if you read this book, read it again. <laughs> okay, this is such a great book. And what I love about this is it's the book that keeps on giving, you know, sometimes you read books and it stops right there. Like it was a great book. I learned a lot. Cool. This book, I didn't finish it. I have not finished it. I have reflected on many. So it, it's a bunch of short stories, folklore, etc. And I've really been focusing on these stories. So I've, I've actually been a student of this book for years at this point. And I have notes I've written in here and there's a sticky note in here. And I, oh, I even bent the page. It's probably before I found the sticky note. And what I love about this is when I reflect, I learn something new. So you don't have to rush through a book and you can create your own tradition here, piggybacking off of a previous episode Create a book club. Even if you don't have friends as spiritual as you or even into spirituality, you can say, I'm just trying to dive into my feminine anymore. You want to read this book with me and discuss? You could just have a discussion, right? Or join a Facebook group and say, hey, anyone want to start a, a small book club? 
I want to read Women Who Run With the Wolves. And I guarantee you someone in is going to be like, oh, my God, I read that book. So what's a wild woman? Because th- this book focuses on the wild woman. It literally states myths and stories of the wild woman archetype. Okay. A wild woman realizes that right and wrong do not exist like society has told us, right? Because some things were once legal, like like separating bathrooms from people of different skin complexions, like uh, people of certain skin complexions can get married, right? That was legal. That was considered right. So based on a certain skin complexion, people can get married. Think about that for a moment. And it wasn't that long ago that that law was overturned. That was just a few decades ago. It goes on to state, there is only what is true for you. And when you follow that truth, you are embodying love. Leave behind any ideas of what life should look like and blaze your own trail to your sole purpose. Is that not what I talk about time and time again, creating the magical life you desire? This isn't about, oh, well, Tia, like it's wrong to just walk up to someone and punch them in the face. Yeah, I'm not talking about that. This is not talking about that. This is talking about, as it states, like society has told us. That's the oppressive and obsolete societal standards I was talking about regarding your life the wild woman is saying i know what's actually right and wrong and that ain't it i was just talking about this because i'm doing a lot of recordings today and so i was talking about this earlier in the live q a and the goddess mastery course about where people direct their energy to You're more worried about that than that? That's what you choose to worry about? Hmm. Sounds like your energy is being, your energy and attention are being misdirected. And we need to look at, you need to look at that. Because that's not something you should be concerned about. There's more pressing matters in the world than concerning yourself about who loves who. But, you know, that's going down a rabbit hole. Next, the witch. Release pent up rage, grief, trauma, pain, shame from this life, past life, ancestors, and even the collective. Create a deep knowing that your underworld, your shadows, fears, trauma is an eternal wellspring of gems, gifts, magic, and wisdom. There's so many layers to being a witch. I was looking at my intuitive journal and in 2012, I said, I am a witch. I discovered I am a witch, but it took me till right this year up until this point to really understand and embody what that means for me. And that's like, what, like nine years or so. And this is something else I was talking about in a live Q and a, What I do helps cut down your learning curve. So it may not take you nine years to fully embody that for you. 
And it may be the why woman for you. It may take you five years or three years after working with me, hearing this podcast, and really embodying that. Because I'm going to tell you, when I first started learning about women, mysteries, ancient ways, oh, I was fired up. I was just like, fuck toxic patriarchy. You know, I'm going to awaken as many women as possible. This is messed up. And all the words that we say now, they're just watered down from ancient ways. And I used a reference like honeymoon. Like once I started learning about phrases that we use, things that we do now, I'm just like, wait, what? That meant what in ancient times? Women aren't supposed to have cramps from menstrual cycle. Once I start working on all that, I the only time my stomach feels upset when I uh, menstruate is when I have to like go outside and then I get like a little shiver cold. Other than that, I may feel like a little discomfort, really tired, and I'll eat soup and I'll be okay. But cramps, vomiting, migraines, I don't get any of that anymore. When I learned that women weren't supposed to get cramps that because and again this is something that I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go a little bit deep it's like the saying goes a lie told often enough becomes the truth for eons or okay for decades actually no hundreds of years toxic patriarchy has told women that their menstruation is nasty, disgusting, kept secret, that we have cold words for it, right? Aunt flows in town. So much so that we had to be so discreet because God forbid if someone knows that we're menstruating, oh my God. That pain felt generation after generation after generation. That's why we're having cramps. It became part of the collective conscious. But once we learn that, then we break free from it. So the witch is dealing with so much and I have past life memories come up and things like that. So yeah, we're dealing with a lot, but that's a calling that you answer to help. And also you do become friends with your shadow, with your underworld, AKA your subconscious, you know, you, you start to own the very things that used to hold you back or totally break free from it never, ever again to be, you know, bother with some things, right? Next, medicine woman. Reconnect with the natural rhythms, cycles, and magic of the natural world, of the moon, of the blood cycle. Oh, snap. We were just, <laughs> wow, I didn't even read this ahead of time. Um, blood cycle and of the death birth cycle. This is exactly what we're on right now. This is the energy to work with for healing feminine specific physical elements, menstruating. And it's so funny because when I first posted this, I don't even recall reading that. I was just like, dark them. This is great. This is on point. Boom, let's go. And here we are. I'm talking about menstruating and what comes next, blood cycle. This is why when, and again, everyone's cycle is different. Some people bleed during a new moon, some during a full moon, uh, but typically we have 13 cycles. There used to be 13 months, 13 moons. That's why sometimes we have two moons in one month because there used to be another month and we would menstruate during those moons. So to, to heal that part is to understand cycles, rhythms. What's, what's your natural rhythm? I'm a natural night owl. 
So I flourish more at night than I do at the daytime. Am I productive during the day? Yes. But my creative thrives at night. My creative side thrives at night. So how can you nurture yourself? How can you be the medicine woman in your personal life and heal those feminine specific ailments? Dark goddess, my favorite. Learn how to stop overriding your truth to please others. How to own your no with love and how to let go of needing the approval and good opinion of others and lighten your darkest shadows and wounds, turning them into your greatest gifts. I'm I'm about to melt because <laughs> this is rocking my world. So dark goddesses, Hecate, Lilith. Lilith was demonized, right? How many women get demonized for owning their shit, being a boss? I talk about this in my first book, the things women get called overachiever, bitch, diva. And I teach you how to change that to make it work for you. And also the origins of the word bitch, because it's actually sacred. And the goddess mastery course, we break that down even further. And the students love it. They were just like, wow. This is taking back your power. Winter magic is about diving into the darkness. Owning that, becoming friends with that. You don't have to fear the darkness because you're powerful. You're more powerful than that. The transition into the, these archetypes, the crone, the wild woman, the witch, the medicine woman, these are building blocks. These are all phases. And then we, we end up either in one of these things or multiple places. Right? My Instagram name is Cosmic Witch Goddess. My patron goddess is Hecate. Literally appeared to me in a dream. Her and Morgan, the Morgan. Protecting your energy, being at a point where you're unfazed by so many things and become more strategic with who you spend your time with, more strategic with your boundaries, your truth, how you show up in the world, dealing with your trauma, your fears, your shadows, your cycles. This is what this is about. Connecting with these archetypes for yourself and understanding how you show up in each of these realms. The crone, the wild woman, the medicine woman, the witch, and the dark goddess. You may connect with Lilith. One of these goddesses may appear to you in your dreams. You may see a statue somewhere. You may meet someone whose name is Freya. Or some other unique name, you look it up like, oh, okay, okay. You may see one of their animals, a cat, a panther, a crow, a raven, a cauldron. You know, as far as like uh, items. Or you may come across older goddesses like Gaia. Or depending on where you are in the world, in your culture, you may connect with one of your older uh, uh, ancestors, deities, things like that, elementals, 
you may connect with them. The point here is to get to a point of completion, understanding, and wielding. Wielding that magic, completion of a cycle that can be good, right? That was a good run, we're done. Completion of something that's not good for you. Like, we're going to end cramps. Like, I didn't go in ending cramps. I learned more about menstruation. I learned more about women mysteries. And over time, it faded away. And I didn't even realize it at first. But that's what happens. Breaking down obsolete and oppressive societal lifestyle standards. That is what I stand on. So what can you break free from? And it's okay if you need to reduce a little bit, a little bit, until you feel totally comfortable breaking free because we're all on a journey. Some people can just bust through, hit the ground running, and other people need to work towards that, right? Nothing wrong with that. So as you are understanding the darkness, because again, it's darker now until really springtime you know we have more and more light till we get to the summer too this is a time to understand how the darkness can work for you and how you can work with the darkness so start doing shadow work start understanding subconsciously what's going on because that influenced you on a conscious level and then look at what do you need? Maybe you, you need to channel more of that medicine woman archetype. And then maybe you may come across Ishil, okay, goddess. Maybe you may come across a, a goddess of, you know, a different type of goddess for healing or whatever the case may be. Or goddess of cycles or something like that, okay? Or maybe you might start off as the wild woman where you need to embody your truth and love. And again, break free from society group think. You're going through this transition now where it's going to feel a little weird. It's going to feel a little crazy. But here's the thing. Think about who you are. I remember even as a kid, sometimes I would root for the villain and I would think that's wrong. I shouldn't root for the villain. The villains are the bad guys. What I learned is that not all villains are bad. Some villains became villainized, right? The good people become villainized and then they become the villain. It's so interesting. Look at the Disney movies now. They're showing the other side, right? Maleficent was always my favorite character. Always. Always. I thought I wasn't supposed to like her because she was the villain. That's what society tells you. But when you learn her actual story, she was called the crazy woman. And it was really her husband who was cheating on her. Her husband was cheating on her. She's calling all this craziness out. But people are calling her crazy. Imagine that. How many times do women get called crazy for 
listening to their intuition. Girl, you're crazy, man. You, you don't even know what you're talking about. And you don't have any information to prove it because you don't need it. You have your intuition. Now, that's also given that you've done work to understand that you're not being insecure, things like that, and that this is your intuition. Or also, you could just look at people like, (laughs) you can put this together. I won't call this person out. They've already been called out. But, you know, certain men that want to act like some gurus and then you find out later they cheated it's like who couldn't see that like the guy literally looks devious he he looked not even like a good kind of like oh he has a devilish grin the dude looks like a trickster he just looks like someone who takes advantage of people because you know you know sometimes people think they're just so good looking or they could do whatever they want to do i'm like who couldn't i'm just like Literally, I don't even like looking at this person because it's just all all over. Like the, it's like it goes back to the desert prince. Sure, that person can have a nice body, sound smooth, but you have enough education because you're in this crone phase, or you're about to step into it. Where you can call. You don't have to call them out, but you can call it to yourself. And then you can make the determination of maybe this will be a winter fling. I know people say summer fling, but maybe a winter. Hey, look, it's your life. Maybe a winter fling and you know what it is. And then, you know, come springtime or summer, you're just like, you know what? We had a good run. (laughs) But what I'm saying here is you will know this. You will know now more of the situations that you choose to get involved in because now people are less likely to pull wool over your eyes. So if someone looks good, you know, he looks good, she looks good, they look good. Yeah, okay, they look good. But their energy is off. I can look at them and tell that they're not a good person. Can people change? Yeah, sure. But that doesn't mean you had to give them a hundred tries to get it right. So when you are picking a spell to do, a ritual to do, or you want to rest, you want to reflect, think about the archetype that you're stepping into. Think about what you want to connect to. Think about how you want your environment to reflect you. Because if you're focusing on medicine woman, you may want to have plants around, do some studying on plant medicine, whatever the case may be. Or you could be a nurse. You could be you could be a nurse and then you're using your intuition in unison with that. You know, so many things. There's so many ways to look at this. But far as the cycle, where we're at, this is the crone dark feminine stage. Now, could you use dark feminine energy and connect with the dark goddesses during summertime? Of course. Of course. But this is when the energy is more potent, right? Because of the season we're in, right? Just like when people want to connect even more to Hecate, we do that during the dark moon, right? Because the dark moon is associated with Hecate. Doesn't mean that we can't work work with her any other time. 
it's just it's just a little bit more potent to work with her during that time or on her her feast days it's a little bit extra special right like your birthday you're a little bit extra special on your birthday right it's like that so connect with one of these okay archetypes or all of them go go through them but understand as a whole overarching this is the crone section and the crone is the HBIC. I talk about this on my <laughs> on my my website too because I have the uh, which which are you, and you know the the crone that the one that's all the way at the end. You know, that's it. She's the HBIC man, and she she knows she knows she's tuned in, and that's where we want to get. Uh, now. With that being said, in different areas in your life, you could be a man, which is, you know, new, young, uh, the world is your oyster, new adventures. And that could be you with love, right? Maybe you're a divorcee and you fall in love. Maybe uh, you're single, you fall in love. Maybe you fall in love again with your spouse, or maybe the love gets deeper and is new for you, right? It's like, oh, this is different. I was divorced for three years now. I'm back in the dating pool. And, you know, it's, it's different, but I like it. And again, it depends on <laughs> where you are in the dating stages. So, yeah, so you could be a crone where, you know, oh, that's a red flag. I'm out. No, you know, I'm good. I'm not. No, we're not on second, third, fourth chances. Not at this stage, honey. You got to bring it. All right. Or you, you meet the person like, you know what? This person is really cool. They give me butterflies. This feels new again and fresh. You're in the maiden stage. But as a crone. You know, you don't have to put up with a red flag, right? Or three red flags and two green flags. Like, oh, well, he cooks really well and he buys me flowers. You can, you can order Postmates and you can, you can even order flowers. That does not override the four red flags. Okay, or verbal abuse, not being consistent. Okay lied a couple of times all right and try to isolate you from your friends that does not cover those like and i'm just making up red flags don't let a couple of good things override all the bad things that's not what crones do that's not what dark goddesses do that's not what medicine women do that's not what wild women do and it's definitely not what a witch does okay this fuels your winter magic because the magic starts with you Okay. And the more you focus on living your truth, understanding this, understanding the lifestyle that works for you, you're going to look weird to some people. Let's be honest, you will. Your tattoos are going to put some people off. Your hair color is going to put people, some people off. The way you talk will put some people off. Your presence will put some people off. Even if you had brown hair, no tattoos, and, you know, dress modestly, your presence will still piss some people off. So you might as well go all in and live your truth. The crone lives her truth. Dark goddesses don't give a damn about what other people got to say about their life. Right? So think about that as you're fueling your magic, as you're reflecting and resting. Because as you rest, your medicine woman, the medicine woman side of you may say, 
go uh, get some warm water and put some lemon in there. Soothe your throat a little bit. Put some bay leaf, you know, you know, in there, something like that. Not bay leaf, um, mint, the uh, like peppermint in there, spearmint or something like that. Right? And the wild woman may say, watch, watch this movie. Watch that movie. You know, little do you know it's going to provide some inspiration, you know. But, yeah, do, do that. Okay? So, get in touch with the dark feminine. And we've seen dark feminine already. Like, look at, look at some of the celebrities who are so in touch with their sexuality. And I use sexuality as a reoccurring example because there is so much power in a woman's sexuality and it has become part of the dark side, the dark feminine side, because it's uninhibited, right? That's, that's the goal to get to there. When we, when we are so in touch with our sexuality, our sensuality to the point where we become uninhibited, we are unstoppable. And it's also in unison with how we make money our creativity, you know, those lower chakras, they're literally right next to each other, our solar plexus and sacral chakra. Sacral chakra deals with sex, passion, creativity as well. Like our throat chakra deals with creativity too, Um, but more like artists, singers, stuff like that. And our solar plexus, our navel area, uh, deals with personal power. The personal power and your sacredness of your sexuality. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. That's why people work. That's why some people work so hard to suppress women's sexuality because there's so much power in that. If it wasn't valuable, highly valuable, people wouldn't put so much emphasis on it. So when Freya steps in, one of the ultimate goddesses who is in tune her sexuality, a sexual being or sexual. goddess right that's the time to to get in touch with that within yourself and when we see celebrities who are really in tune with their sexuality have no problem expressing that they tapped into their dark feminine that raw energy uninhibited energy magnetic energy creative energy you know how much effort it takes to get so comfortable with yourself that you are able to express yourself in that way takes a lot. And that's what this portion is. This, it is a little heavy, but we're built for this. Okay. And when we deal with magic, we have to accept what we put out the consequences of that. Right. So it's okay to get a little heavy. That's what's needed. But this is what's going to be a breakthrough in so many areas in your life. That's why I hone in on the dark goddesses in this. All right. So I'm sending you lots of love, many blessings. You know, I'm rooting for you. Be kind to yourself until the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in, Magical One. Let's keep in touch. Join the VIP email list by going to tmariejohnson.com 
And as always, I'm sending you lots of love, many blessings. I'm rooting for you. And remember to be kind to yourself. Until next time.